Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love. HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. Do you live in a world filled with corporate data? Are you plagued by siloed departments? Are your lackluster growth strategies demolishing your chances for success? Are you held captive by the evil menace, Lord Lack? Lack of time, lack of strategy, and lack of the most important and powerful tool in your superhero tool belt, knowledge. Never fear, hub heroes. Get ready to don your cape and mask move into action and become the hub hero your organization needs tune in each week to join the league of extraordinary inbound heroes as we help you educate empower and execute hub heroes it's time to unite and activate your powers before we begin we need to disclose that Devin is currently employed by hubspot at the time of this episode's recording This podcast is in no way affiliated with or produced by HubSpot, and the thoughts and opinions expressed by Devin during the show are that of his own and in no way represent those of his employer. How you doing, Liz? I'm good. Are we ready to rock a new episode of Hub Heroes? Yes. Even though we are unsupervised, George is on vacation on a boat. Yeah, we've been de-Georged this week. That's great. I know. I I don't know how I feel about it. Like, Mm. I know that he and I, week after week, will sometimes, like, you know, we keep each other on on each other's toes, you know, yeah. like that's our thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm unchecked. I do like the lack of supervision. I do like the lack of supervision. I like that part. That part's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. I need an adult. I need another yeah. adult. Like I well, need many we get, adults. We get, we, get, <laughs> we get unhinged Liz this week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Liz Unchained, but, dude. Yes. Yeah. That's what's up. You know what else is nice, though, guys? We do have someone warming that seat this week. I'm I'm sure our listeners have noticed a new voice on. We've got David Gable, head of sales at Kixie. That's you, Mm. buddy. That is me. Hey, guys. How's it going? 
It's going great. So Kixie, my understanding is that you guys offer automated calling and texting solutions for sales teams using CRMs like HubSpot, right? It's almost like someone, kind of the big. It's almost like you read those words. Like we, those words were just given to you by someone. I here. know. So someone damn smart gave them accurate. To you. Yes. Yeah. I could not have said it better myself. Liz. It's almost as if it were typed and emailed to you and read right back to me. It was so specific and actionable. I love it. It's great. That's You'd exactly be what we so do. proud of me. No one actually sent it to me. I did that research. Oh, all by did you myself. really? That's what I did. Oh, she nailed I it. I did. I'm an I'm an empowered, strong, independent woman. You are, and unsupervised, <laughs> and you did that all on your own. It's amazing. Yes, it's amazing. I really know. Is. I yes. know. One what day I'm going to walk the boats. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I look forward to hearing about that in my 360 review. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what that is, but I'll be sure to. Give one to you. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> so clearly with someone like David on today, as our folks at home might have guessed, we are talking about SMS texting in the context of marketing. And that's a bit of a controversial topic, depending on who you ask. So I want us to go ahead and just dive right into this conversation. David, before I get to you, Yep. Max and Devin, when I say SMS text marketing, what immediately comes to mind for you? Because I will admit, as I was preparing for this, I kind of had some complex feelings about it. There are some brands that the way they use SMS texting, it makes me want to chuck my phone into a river. Mm. But then there are other cases where I, I started going through my phone and I'm like, oh, wow, but they're actually ones that I interact with very regularly that are purposeful, that are helpful, and that I actually use. Mm -hmm. So it made me wonder, you know, my knee-jerk reaction, I don't like SMS texting. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's more circumstantial. But yeah. Max and Devin, I would love to hear from you guys about that. What are your initial thoughts when you hear, hear about it? I want to say one word. I want to say one word. That's my initial thoughts. And then I want Devin to go into his thing because I think they'll tie together very well. Ready? Yes. Careful. Careful. That's what I'm going to say. Ah, ah, ah. Careful. Right? Great power comes great responsibility. Careful. Right? <laughs> Devin, take it away. <laughs> um, oh, God. I'm, I'm oh, gonna no. go <laughs> already, already in the chat. Wait, wait. Are you responding you to, a, in to, the SMS, chat? to SMS marketing right now, Devin? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Have you gotten text message marketing? Yeah. He has. Um, Look, he's gotten like five. That, that's the danger right there. Look what can happen. You could derail a whole <laughs> webinar just with improperly timed text message communication. We Boom. also talk about how Chad in the chat pane was already ready for this. I'm ready for a Devin rant. So Devin, take it away, bud. <laughs> I can barely contain myself. I'm trying to be really, you know, respectful of our guest and the work you do. Um, but I hate <laughs> SMS text messaging with a passion. Like it, yeah. it, it goes beyond chapping my hide. It, it, it really like with, with grinds your gears, you know, huh? like from the core <laughs> of my being, I hate it. I have never gotten an SMS marketing text that I was happy with. The only time text messaging from a company is okay to me is when it's transactional. Like when I'm calling AAA and they're letting me know someone's coming. Outside of that, yeah. the store letting me know that they've got this sale because I put my number in the kiosk for my receipt, I know. Oh my God. Or one time I applied for a loan and these people keep, Oh, by the way, you got approved for the loan. Yeah. But I didn't get it. So leave me alone. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. I, and I keep like, I've marked them as spam and they still, cause I, I did stop 
and it didn't work. Yep. And then and then I marked them as spam. <sighs> and so now I get these – and they send them from new numbers. But my phone is smart enough. I'm like, I oh, know that's spam. <laughs> and so every now and then I'll get a text Man. message indicator. And then I look at the text message and says, hey, this was spam. And I'm like, I already know who it was from because they're the only ones that are blowing me up. <laughs> but I never, <laughs> never since SMS messaging has become a thing have – I been happy to get a text from a company. And the only thing, the only thing that frustrates me more about SMS text messages is, is the fact that they work. I hate the fact that people get results <laughs> from SMS messages because that just guarantees yeah. that I'm going to get more messages. And it's like, Yep. Mm, I, I wish I wish you people weren't so okay with strangers texting you because then they wouldn't text me. I wish there was an SMS do not text list that I could just get on. Yeah. Just to because it's like it's like direct mail, except instead of your mailbox, they're in your bathroom. And it's just it's so <laughs> so intrusive and just so annoying to me. Yeah. But Every Devin, every, has reported positive results, and I hate it. Yeah, they're in the bathroom, and they got the remote switched to your bidet. Oh is what <laughs> they're, but like, whoa, like whoa, so, that will get your hey, attention. Whoa. I'm just we'll saying it's invasive, right? Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I want to add on, so because I wanted to say careful, and then I knew Devin was going to do that, and then yeah. I want to I want to add my the rest of my thoughts onto that first, right? Is, um. I, like I think of SMS almost in the same, almost with a couple of key differences than I think about email, right? Yep. There's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it, right? And I think everyone here, including you, Dave, is going to agree with that. Yep. There's a right and wrong way to do everything that you do with HubSpot or, or anything else, right? Um, when I think of texting, I think the biggest kind of difference between that and email, because think about it with email is like, I look at screen, I see message that has words. I maybe do something because of it. Yep. Like in that sense, they're the same. However... Email is very passive. People can interact with their email when they want to. They can shut their notifications off. They can say, I'm only going to check my inbox later. And in that point, it's just how much are you messing with their life when they're doing that? Yeah. Right. But you check your text messages immediately. You stop immediately. what you're doing yep. and look at your text message. Your your Apple Watch taps you on the wrist and goes, "Hey, there's something really important. You got you got it, it trained you to do this, yes. right?" It makes um, me so angry because I'll be like, "Is it a hot guy? No, it's ten percent <laughs> off of Geico." Exactly. <laughs> Next thing, you know what I mean? Exactly. So when I when I think of SMS and when I think of like it's 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 interesting with with for marketing. I think you got to think about how marketing supports experiences that people go through. Yeah. And I think with SMS, like an SMS should not be doing like the job of a, of a blog post, right. right? Blog posts and like content you create goes out there and it interacts with people that you don't have permission to talk to yet. Yeah. Right. Cause they just freely find it on the internet. Right. However, if you get someone's cell phone number and you hit them up and you, they were not expecting you to text them. That is like instant violation of like my privacy, yep. right? When I get political campaigns smashing me on text messages, I'm like, I can't write stop fast enough. And yeah. I hit the report <laughs> button. I, it's like, no, don't do that to me, right? Like if you're going to, if you're going to buy my info, shoot me an email. Don't text me, right? Yep. Because like that text message could be 
a text from my wife, a text from my kid, a text from someone who's like really important to me. And when you've invaded that sacred attention wave that I have, and you did it to try to sell me something and I didn't ask you to do that, hate you, hate you so much, right? However, if I was expecting to hear from you, that's a different story, Yep. right? So I think like, it's the way in which you use it. I have two brands that I freaking love when they text me. Yeah. Right. And they're trying to sell me something, but it's under a very specific circumstance in which they know I buy their shit all the time. Right. And they know that something that I like is buying stuff from them, but they have the data to prove that. Yeah. They weren't doing this before they knew I liked to buy shit from them. They got my phone number a while ago. They didn't ramp up the text messaging until I spent a shitload of money with them. Yep. Right. Um, You know, it wasn't, Oh, we got your phone the first time and you haven't bought anything from us, which is what usually people do. <laughs> totally. Right. Don't do that. But it's like, hey, thoughtful, like drops of new products, including like a nice, rich, like Im- image. I love it. And I'll, sh- I'll shout them out later and stuff. But that's kind of what I'm where I'm thinking. There's a time and place for it, just like there is for anything else. Yeah, I totally. So David, I want to turn to you here. Yeah. yeah because yeah. what I want to what I would like to hear from you is. First of all, your reaction to the clearly complex myriad of feelings. Yeah, no, that I, we all just I, jumped I, I, on. I you. heard Devin's <laughs> complex myriad of feelings. I heard Devin. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. it was it was subtle, but I was able to tease it out. I, it, it's interesting because yeah. I have, when you message SMS messaging, I have the same initial reaction. You know, I'm a I'm a human who's evolved over millions of years to identify threats and generally ignore things that are going well. As such. When you ask about SMS messaging, my mind goes immediately to all those SMS that I do not want to receive, like immediately, right? And what I forget oftentimes, unless I really think about it, is how great it is to have SMS messaging instead of having to call people for all the things I've been texting them about, right? Like in my interpersonal day, I love texting because it's synchronous to my schedule, which is like the most important thing, right? I'm willing to forego lots of benefits of a call, like tonality, not being not mistaking what the person is saying and getting angry at them for no reason, and then then them questioning whether why they may ever moved in with you. It's a long story, but uh, you know, text messaging is is a easy way to fall into traps like that calling much better right however i'm willing to sacrifice all that because i'd much rather have it be in sync with my schedule i can text you when it's convenient for me you reply when it's convenient for you and everything's gravy but like max said we want to make sure we're texting at a time that is actually appropriate about a subject that i actually want to hear from you about you know and so i'll give you just a quick quick counter example because i think it's better than me arguing in the abstract but like if someone comes on the kixie chat um and starts chatting and they say i love your chat bot they don't ever say that but but i want to talk to a human right and then they don't get a response in a minute and then they bounce right that person would love to get a text message probably if we have their from a from an agent here at kixie an actual human here at kixie right they would love that now they haven't overtly said to me and you're likely unlikely to really hear this very often hey please text me you know you're probably not going to hear that, but man, they would love yeah. to talk to a human. And so that's a great, so we trigger an auto text, right? From a, from an agent here at Kixie to that person. Hey, sorry, comment to call in the chat. Sorry, we couldn't get a human over to you in less than a minute. I'd love to talk to you whenever you're free. What, what a yes. great use of text messaging. So I think to Max's point, it is definitely contextual. And I think, 
you know, the mistake people make is thinking that it's, you know, it's a hammer. Everything's a nail. I just need to start to send out more auto text. It's like, it's like the bad days of email spam when it was just like more emails, you know, and it's just like, yeah. if I send out enough tens of thousands of emails, people will buy my product. No one is buying yep. your product direct off of SMS marketing. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, but it can be a yeah. great way to bridge conversation. Yeah. And that's super interesting you bring it up. I think because what we need to do for everyone listening here is like there's I think there's two different sort of like schools of thought when we're thinking about texting inside of HubSpot. There's sending texts meant to be the sort of like traditional, I hate saying the word blast, right? Where it's like, here's a list of people. We're going to promote this thing yep. and send it out to everybody. And that would I think when people think of like marketing text message, a lot of people are thinking of that, yep. right? Whereas kind of what you mentioned, you're not talking about sending out texts as if it was like an email blast to like a list of people. Correct. You're saying, how can we give a more convenient way yep. for you and your sales rep to kind of connect with each other when waiting for a Zoom call scheduled at a certain time is not always going to be convenient for everyone's schedule as well. That's exactly right. right. So like, yeah. So like in what's cool in HubSpot is like both of those things can happen, right? And you can use them in unison, but there can be elements of marketing text messaging or SMS or whatever that is. But then there's literal ways where you, inside the HubSpot interface, like you can literally empower your sales reps to have text conversa conversations, not yep. broadcasts, like conversations exactly. back and forth for someone who likes to just be able to text. So it's like you got a rep working on a deal or something. They've got a quick question about like the configuration of the of the dude. <laughs> that you're selling them you can like you can like say oh hey did you need this in the red or in the blue yeah. oh the blue okay great i'll update the quote for it nailed right? instead it. of being like let's hop on a zoom call to be like whatever this is you know what i mean so one yeah. you, you nailed it 100 and, and i think the yeah. keyword you know you mentioned like unsolicited text message the keyword being solicited right like and oftentimes that solicitation might not come in a really overt way like hey please text me at my cell phone number but it might come at like mm -hmm. hey i'd love to talk to a human or or crap, I didn't identify yep. which color I want the doodad in. I would love to get a text message yep. confirming, confirming red or blue. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. would be great. Yeah. Yep. So, David, here's where I, what I want to ask you yeah. here for a moment. You know, because we're, we're seemingly having a conversation about what SMS can be yes. and what it should be for marketing and sales organizations using inbound. But then we also have to wrestle with the fact of what is in some cases. Yes. The reason why Devin, our complex man of nuanced emotion... <laughs> And, and quite frankly, me too. I think we, we've all been on the receiving end of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. So where do organizations go wrong? How are they thinking about SMS incorrectly that leads to literally not customer delight? Yeah. It's, it's prospect and buyer repellent. Yes. How does that happen? I, I think if, I think they get it wrong by thinking it's one of two things. Either a panacea, meaning all I need to do is SMS enough people and they will buy my product, or mm -hmm. that it's completely useless and I should abdicate that entire medium and focus only on calling an email the two other ways I can annoy people and get them to scare them away from buying my product if not used correctly. You know, so I think those, those that, if you find yourself gravitating towards a poll on the issue, I would say you're probably wrong. It's, a, it's the same standard I use for politics sometimes. If you find yourself really gravitating really strongly, you Maybe like I, I would edge towards the middle a little bit, meaning I sure. think SMS is actually 
the preferred method of communication for most of us for most of our day. And because it's preferred, we're especially defensive about it. You know what I mean? Like anything valuable to us, Devin's especially, Max is especially, and me too, really defensive about my SMS because I've given up on my inbox long, long ago. That thing is uh, it's just filled with slings and arrows from a million different marketers trying to get a hold of me. And so it's almost useless at this point. So like I, I'm okay abdicating email, but please don't do that to my SMS. But however, yeah. if it's something that, if it's communication that I want, then God, I'd love to have it over SMS. I mean, for me, if I had to handle all the communication I handle over text, over calls or long form emails, what a pain that would be. You know what I mean? So I, really, it's about, I, someone in the chat was mentioning C for consent. I, it really is, I think, looking for indicia of consent, like, or indicia of wanting that communication. Indicia meaning just some indicator from that person that this would be a good method of communication for me. And it's not going to usually be direct. So much on this podcast. I know we do, yeah. don't new we? Words, new strategies. Yeah, and, and it's fun. We, look, at, look at these backgrounds and that these hats people are wearing. I mean, this is a fun podcast and yet informative at the same time. It's amazing. We're doing both things you know what i mean that's right all the things right. so i think looking for indicia and then triggering call like calls or triggering text messages based off of that hubspot is like in my, my favorite platform to build workflow automations in my favorite and the great thing is we can automate text either through kixi or through hubspot itself that go direct to a person from someone on your team at a time that is convenient for them. So someone, you send out an email and the email has an embedded video in it from Vidure to one of these other companies. And that's awesome. You see, they watch the entire video. It goes through all minute and a half on an email. Dude, someone spent 90 seconds watching my video. There's some interest there. That's not a bad time to text them and just say, hey, what do you think of the video? And have that text come from me. And you can auto text that right up through your workflow. And just real, it's a real soft thing. What do you think of the video? I'm not saying, hey, buy my product. I saw you watch the video. More text messages. It's not that. It's just like, hey, what do you think of it? That's great. That's a great way to open up some communication. And it's less intrusive than a direct call. You know what I mean? So I think to answer your so, question, like I, I think it's, it, for companies, it's about finding indicia of consent or indicia of like an invitation. What, what action has yeah. this, this potential uh, customer made that means that tells me, hey, there's a soft invitation yeah. here to text me and it's probably going to be useful. You know, if you bought your, if you bought their number, don't text them. <laughs> Just don't. Like that's a good like rule of thumb. If yeah. they gave it to you, it's one thing. Yeah. Right. But like, let's also remember too, and cause which when you say the indicia and I always say indicator, which I'm imagining is the same thing it is. here. It right? is you're, the same they're, thing. They're somehow saying, but I like that word so much better. I'm going to start. I used it too. Indicia. Does it sound cool? It sounds yeah. fancy. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, so the, where I was kind of going with this is like, it's 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 one thing to collect the email. I mean, it's one thing to collect the phone number, but it's also another thing to understand how you're allowed to use it. Yeah. Right. So like that could be something as simple as saying a little checkbox that says it's OK to text me. Yeah. Right. Check it off. Have that on because inside a HubSpot for the new SMS tools. Right. Yep. There's like you can only send to people that have like a certain property checked or consent Correct. checked or something like that. Right. And so like you could power that property getting switched from that. Right. Yep. Um, you know, or it could just be, you know, maybe your, your sales rep asking that first call, Hey, is it okay for me to like text you? Yeah. Totally. Cool. Check a box. Bump. Good to go. 100%. Right. Um, you know, things like that. And like it's, easy, it's easy to ask for that consent. Right. And you, you really want to, because the last thing you want to do is get some information from someone 
and not know how you're allowed to use it and then potentially create a really bad interaction with them. Right. So it's like, it's easier just to figure out if you have the consent or not to do it. And as as the other thing to keep it. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, I was going to say, ahead, as a helpful little nugget too, when you're asking for that consent or like, or, or assent, you know, I think just saying like mentioning the alternative. So, Hey, would you love me to, would you like it to, to text back as we move through this process? Would you like to do it over text as opposed to me calling you and emailing you when you yeah. phrase the alternatives, yeah. you're like, Oh, well, I mean, I definitely don't want to jump on a phone call. I mean, do a phone call. Yeah. Is like someone just show these days, a phone call. It's like someone just showing up to your door and being like, Hey, David, I'm here. And it's like, yep. what the hell? You, I, I, I'm not exactly. ready for a phone call. I can't. I, I don't know how long the call is going to be. I don't know what, you know, I, I've got things to do. Oh, my God. It's a yep. shocking thing these days to be called. Yeah. So, like, as, a, yeah. as an alternative to that, I mean, sure, I'd rather you text me than that, you know. Like, yeah. Well, I think the thing to keep in mind, though, David, and at least this is where I'm coming from on it, is that over the past, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, it's yep. become easier for consumers to throttle and block ads, right? As we've become more inundated, whether we're talking about television, whether we're talking about, I remember when folders were introduced in Gmail and all of a sudden all of the emails that us marketers were sending got started going to like promotions and started getting buried elsewhere. And so what's fascinating about this is that when it comes to SMS, it's one of the last few places where you can kind of catch somebody off guard. There is. is no real filtering. So what I find fascinating about it is like, I'll even catch myself eye rolling sometimes when I receive texts from people I opted into. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's one thing marketers. Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love. HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. need to keep in mind is that I think they treat it sometimes with the same mindset as other channels. Mm -hmm. Like if I send an email, I have the expectation of, well, somebody will read that, you know, when they're, when they're ready to read it. Yep. But when it comes to texting, that's not the same thing. I think there needs to be a little bit more reverence and kind of purposeful intention around when you're reaching out to people because texting is jarring. 
I it mean, is. now people are like, I don't know if anybody else is like this, but I am perpetually on do not disturb on my own phone. <laughs> like I just got so tired of every app and notification and text that I get. It's just like a constant barrage of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's frustrating because texting is one of the last places where we're supposed to be just getting good, happy messages, not junk mail. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think You're it's right. starting to feel that way. You're right. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, where you want to make sure these are good, happy messages you're sending out to these people. You want to make sure that like there is a real this, this text message is delivering something of value in some way to this person. Like I, I am helping. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. My, you know, I, I'm the head of sales over at Kixie. And so my guys get on sales calls all the time. And we're trying to negotiate these deals across weeks or months. And oftentimes we'll invite someone to a Slack channel or something like that. Why? Like not because we want to get a Slack notification all the time from them, but because man, is it easier to coordinate when you have some quick uh, asynchronous communication, meaning it's synced to my schedule and you can read it within whenever it's yeah, at times convenient for you rather than just me trying to call everybody or doing one of those crazy email threads where someone replies in the middle of the thread and then it surfaces back up that half the thread, but not the rest of the three, you know, like it's great. So texting is in a similar vein. If you're trying to move through a process and you're really trying to solve a problem for a customer, I know sales comes off with a, you know, with a, as a, as a negative thing so often, but like at the end of the day, sales done well is really helping them solve a problem that they're experiencing. And so yeah. if I'm getting help over text message, well, that's not so bad. I mean, if someone texts me saying, Hey David, I'm happy to yeah. help you move. I'm like, Oh, well, 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 that's a, that's a text message I would love to hear. So, and in the same way yeah. we help moving companies do exactly that, you know? So, um, I think, I think well, I mean, that's because they're, the they're getting value in exchange for the time. They're getting that's value it. in exchange for the time it takes for them to interact with the medium. And that's like what makes emails. That's what makes a good email versus a bad yep. email. Right. Cause like whenever we interact with something on a screen, right. We're wasting our time yep. in order to see what it is and see if it's value. And if it's not, we hate it. And if it is, we go, I'm fine with the time I just spent doing totally. That, right. And so the same goes for text messages. Um, but yeah. David, you've alluded to a couple so far. Yeah. What are some great examples that you've seen with your clients in terms of how they, with purpose and intention, integrate SMS into their inbound marketing or sales programs? Totally. What does that look like? So uh, one the example I gave earlier is a great one. Obviously, that's like really overt indicia, right? Someone comes into a chat, tries to engage, wants a human, can't find a human, leaves, you auto text them back from a human. Amazing. You've saved the day. You're Spider-Man with text messaging. It's, you know what I mean? Great. The great power and responsibility met in one and you were able to web them and get them back to home safely, whatever it is. So like, that's, that's great. That's a great, that's an easy example. Usually they're not so strong. So like, I do want to, I've got, I have so much sympathy now as someone who runs sales teams with salespeople. And so for those of you who are watching the webinar who are like, yeah, but I, I mean, I want to sell more. I get it. I get it from the consumer standpoint. Texting sucks, but it's the one medium that works right now. Like, how do I make use of it? Right. And so for those people listening with that question, like I'll get a, a great example. So it was COVID. We were locked down. I was working with um, a large pest control company ends in Erminex and they, um, they, they, they couldn't go door to door anymore. Right. And there were all these bug problems that are localized specific areas. So a part of Ohio is cicadas everywhere or whatever. Right. And so they, they can't go door to door and help people. 
but they would love to hit, you know hit people up and let them know hey if this wave of cicadas or whatever like flows over your home and the pestilence spreads and you would love us to deal with it we're happy to help right well what they were able to do was they were able to send out emails because again we want soft initial contact we don't want to spam everybody in ohio or cincinnati saying hey cicada problem text me here and we're going to create a bunch of devons everywhere they just hate hate this company and never never want to hear from me they'll be like no you know what the cicadas aren't the pest you're the pest for texting me right so like we don't want that <laughs> so instead what what they did was they sent out the email campaign with an embedded video just like hey if you see this this kind of bug husk that that's that's an indicia of this kind of bug we would love to go over and help you to use that word again and so when they watched that video if someone watched it all the way through not just watched part of it and skipped it watched it all the way through then it would trigger a text message saying hey sorry what what do you think of the video you know what i mean if they got a response over text message that wasn't like do not text me ever again great then it's like they were going to text back saying i did see that i think we have those damn things or whatever or like i tried to get it for myself i couldn't great we'll send someone out over there to help and that was a whole they yeah. became like a nationwide campaign but they made it very specific again they weren't just sending out a random mass text to everyone in the united states saying hey do you have a pest problem like that's the wrong way to do yeah. it but specific to their area like hey we noticed there are a bunch of silverfish in this area hitting these homes you're in the area if you have you seen this here's a video explaining it and then if they watch the video or reply to the email or workflow automation is triggering the text that's great awesome that's 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 brilliant actually because like what they're doing is like they're doing so one very targeted right because yes. it's like we know the cicadas are here yes right and i'm pretty sure the 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 the, the cicadas are related to the indicias too never mind that was a dumb so it's that's great but like the fact that they were thoughtful enough to say yeah. hey we could get them to do this thing watch this video and if they skip out in the two seconds they clearly don't give a shit right right but if they watch the whole thing then we have like a really cool indicator there of like this might actually be not just relevant because of where they are but relevant because of the fact they watched the whole video means they may have yep. seen these things have been going, oh, shit. I, oh, I'm going to actually hear what they have to say. Yep. Right. Because if they didn't care, they'd be gone in a second. 100%. Right? No one's going to watch a five minute bug video <laughs> if they aren't seeing those bugs outside. Yeah, exactly right. right. Um, you know, unless you're like my five year old. She loves bugs. But, so, Devin, yeah. I have a question for you here because you've been. You had understandable feelings, but as we've been unpacking this conversation around indicia um, and how how these types well, of programs can be, my number one is don't text intent. me. Where does you your ever mind me go? On your list. I don't, what I don't are care the, what whether you that's you yeah. can see the case I'll, for it, or you just you have do, more pleas for marketing and sales don't. teams just pleased to not screw you. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh my, like I, I have, I have a burner. Google Voice number specifically for specifically things. Devin specifically, even if he says yes, um, even if he says yes, it's like, a no. He doesn't mean it. I uh, yeah. Devin doesn't actually like, even I have a phone it. number. He got rid of it <laughs> just for this. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard, I, I knew uh, when I was working uh, an agency, there was um, nice. There was a uh, a house flipper that was using uh, SMS to. Um, let people know about houses that were available and and uh, or or uh, in, in in trying to uh, even purchase some homes and it worked for them. It was great. Um, and so there there you are. Say, 
Go ahead. You're saying you don't have enough of a cicada problem yet for SMS to be okay. You, you're saying that the, the, the spread of locust, cicada, whatever, needs to be much higher for Devin to be really committed to this thing. Until the cicadas are asking for squatters, right? I feel like Devin's <laughs> out. out on the yeah, cicada it's not, it's, not, it's not enough, dude. He'd rather live, live, live in harmony with the cicadas. Yeah. Basically, there, there, exactly. is no, there, there is no cicada level. Because I've, I've driven through <laughs> cicada country. And there is no, like, because at Max, that point, Devin, I don't need you to wait, text wait. me. I'll already call. If, if, it's, if it's that serious. Don't text me. Just don't text me. Just don't text me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I actually I saw you lean up on that mic, so I was yeah. about to say, Max, do you have some questions for Devin? Can I, Liz? Can I interrogate okay, Devin it. for a second? Okay, all right. I want to see where Devin is on some of these things. Okay, so all right, so um, I'm gonna just I'll ask you a couple questions. You tell me if you're okay with it or not. Uh, if you were like in the sales process, let's say you had a conversation with a sales rep, it's a product you're <laughs> like seriously consider buying, but it's a complex sales cycle. Are you okay texting with the sales rep? No. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, that's just you. No. No, no, no. I know. I know it. But again, yeah, yeah. You that's don't like just me. Yeah. You only I, like getting texts from those text that you're close me. with. We aren't that right? close. So, like, what if it's like? So, even like with convenience stuff. So, let's say yes. you're. I think we mentioned AAA before, right? You're 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 stuck on the side of the highway, and the the truck gets assigned yep. to you, and they're on their way out, and you get a text. Is that cool? So convenience. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Transactional. So like absolutely. Like my Walmart delivery is almost texts here. Texts that are absolutely. convenient. Texts that are like hyper specific to something you just did. You saying transactional? That makes a lot of sense, right? So if you just bought something, right, and it has to do with what you bought or requested or something like that, you're okay with text automations that are simple notifications, right? Just keeping you in the loop, <laughs> which is very different than a conversation with yeah. a sales rep which is also very different than a, hey, you don't know us, but we're trying to sell you something, right? Like those are, I, I'm trying to like form the categories you're okay with and the ones that you're not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Text messages telling me yeah. that what I asked for is yeah. on the way and that's it? Like, don't even ask me for feedback. Just tell me that like, Okay, you you, mm -hmm. you got the delivery from Walmart. This person just started shopping. Okay, yeah. this person just substituted something. This person just dropped is on their way to drop it off. This yeah. person just interestingly period. enough, Chad in the chat, like, he just he brought up a very similar scenario in which how his company uses it. He says another thing we do is inspections on en route SMS texts from the sales rep's number. We use a system that has a live tracking link and it sends a bio that is about the rep, their image, and the link. Then they can follow along with the rep and call the number back to get a hold of that specific user uh, on the way to do the inspection, which I think is a yep. really neat thing. And I, I like what you're talking about there, Max, about the categories of it. I think there's a very big difference between solicitation, un, like unsolicited solicitation, right? And something that has to do with the completion mm -hmm. of a transaction yeah. or, yeah. or a service or however it's being rendered. Um, what would you say? In so I want to take a moment here before we run yep. out of time to talk a bit about technology. So obviously, Kixie, which is this particular platform, it has the capability to integrate with CRMs like HubSpot. So 
David, can you talk to us a bit about the technology piece? What does that look like in terms of integrating those two types of, of that app and HubSpot together? And Max, I know you'll have thoughts about this as well. Don't you worry about that. No. Technology, technology it. here. I've heard of technology. <laughs> I've heard of it. I, um, in fact, chat with Chad was, yeah, in fact, Chad was mentioning in in chat another thing too, yeah. and it links in perfectly. He was talking about technology. He was saying, when I get a text message, what I would love is for there to be a human on the other side of it. And so you asked for a second, like, what, what side of the technology? I think one of the things that we really provide value on as an add-on to, uh, to HubSpot, we integrate directly with HubSpot, is you can trigger a text message not from a general marketing email or, sorry, text uh, phone number, you know, associated with the company, but a text message from an individual rep. That way, like, and that way it can be part of a deal that's already moving forward. You're already in progression. You've already moved through certain stages and maybe you're trying to buy a car or something like that. And all of a sudden they got the car washed and they don't rather than using the stock images that you've been seeing on the initial website when you were browsing, perusing the car, they auto text you the brand new newly washed car photos where it's got like the inside, you can see everything and that's cool. Like that's a, that's a good use of text messaging. You're already through far along in the process. You've been approved for an auto loan. You're shopping around that you knew already expressed interest in that particular car. And now you're getting an auto text. It's an MMS with individual photos of the car from the actual rep who you've been dealing with around the purchase. Like that's, that's great. That's a, that's a very different experience and probably one more in line with what Chad wants. But again, we're using stuff that sounds really scary. We're using it. We're using text messaging. We're using it as part yeah. of a sale sales process and we're using automated text messaging. If you only told me those three things about it, I'd be like, hell no, I would sound a lot like Devin. I'd be like, no, 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 no I don't want any of that. But when you put it in context like that, you're like, oh, actually that's kind of cool. I would, I would like to have some MMS of like real photos and not these cheesy stock photos that were on the website when I first looked at the car, like that's sick. So I think making sure that you're using tech, you can use technology in a way that makes it feel more human and facilitate human to human communication, even if it's automated, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of a, you know, uh, an odd mix. You wouldn't expect that. It's a result that you wouldn't expect from an automation. Yeah. Is uh, David, is Kixie like, does Kixie more so focus on that facilitating texting conversations between humans at your company and your, and your customers, or does it also have the element of where like, brands are more so like you're getting a text from the brand versus like the uh yeah. you know you could use Jimmy us to send a text rep. from brand where we really shine is texts and calls could be yeah. calling to that's event based and the event based yeah. we're not i'm not meaning so much like july 4th i mean like someone opened the email watched the embedded video and replied to the email and said yeah i'd love to jump on a call and then you get an auto text saying hey what time works for you yeah. i'm free these days these hours these days Okay, that's very different. That's kind of cool. Got like, it. but even the, again, yes. even though it's automated, even though it's an automated reply based, but it's based off of the event mm -hmm. of the person interacting. So, I think for a lot of the calling and texting I see, and I see this all the time. So, someone sets up a sequence, and sequences are so, so cool, right? You see them in HubSpot, you see them in other places like SalesOps and Salesforce, and like sequence like call on day one, email on day two, call on day four, email on day ten, and that's great, right? Like for a sales rep, that's great. For a recipient. You're like, well, look, there's no particular reason you're calling me on Thursday at 2 p.m. in the afternoon on day four, apart from it's convenient for your schedule as a sales rep. But me as a recipient, like, I'm doing stuff, man. I don't want a random text or call at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. That's not, that doesn't fit my schedule. 
But again, so again, what we're looking for is we're looking for an event. So yeah. you send out the email or maybe make the call on day one. And then we have triggers where we've sent out little pieces of bait, the email, the embedded video. You, maybe they visit your website. Maybe they engage with your chatbot, like all this data flowing into HubSpot. And what people typically do with all that data flowing in is they call them at day four on Thursday at 2 p.m. in the afternoon and then send them an auto text because it's in their sequence. It's like, why are you doing that? You have all this data coming in. You know when they're free. You know when they're reading yeah. your emails. You know when they're engaged with the chatbot. Like it's a little creepy, but at least it's convenient to their schedule. And at least it's it's solicited in the sense that they're doing sure. some action that lets you know they're actually interested in the product that you're trying to talk to them about. And I think that's a much better way to use technology to facilitate human yeah. human communication like Chad wanted, as opposed to like scaring people off from ever wanting to talk to you ever again and just replying, no, stop texting me on their phone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys also have, um, just like from a technology piece of it, I remember, I don't know if I'm getting the name right, but you have these like, I don't I think call cues is the word inside of HubSpot, but you have this feature where it's like, if someone fills out a form, you can literally get them into like, like it, it, it basically auto calls them from, or assign, I can't remember yeah. exactly how it works, but like it basically triggers one of your reps to call them and like puts them it, in the queue to be exactly calls, right. right. Someone fills out like a form on your website, all of a sudden a sales rep on your team, boom, they get a pop up form fill. Do you want to make a call to this person? They click accept. They're automatically calling them. They don't pick up. You can drop an automatic voicemail, so and then cool. maybe you send them a text and say, "Hey, I dropped you an automatic voicemail." I won't text you again unless you want me to, but let me know a good time to call you. Again, now I'm at, I'm texting them to find a good time yeah. to communicate with them. That's great. Now, again, I'm, I'm texting them just in a way to mm -hmm. get per, uh, per, permission and to get some information from them. So again, I don't want to be a spammy salesperson. At the end of the day, I want to talk to you. And if you sell me no, I want to go away and remove you from my list and never buggy again. You know, that, that's, the, that's the ultimate goal here, not to just annoy yeah. people with my brand. <laughs> you know? So I think the, the incentives can be mm -hmm. aligned between yeah. the person and the brand. It's just making sure we use the information available to us to be smart about it, you know? Yeah. Do y'all ever recommend that people, and this is more like a strategy thing, like, uh, and, and kind of going back to the, in, <laughs> now I can't even say indicia thing, right? Would you encourage folks who, when they see someone unsubscribes from their email, is oh, that a God, pretty yes. good indicator that like you probably shouldn't text yes. them to? Yes, is again. that something you guys have experimented with or looked at? Okay, got it. So it's one of those things. It's like, hey guys, Cut safe it, to dude. say, if you they know, don't want again, your emails, probably don't send them a text so either. Like, right? I think this is yeah. true for a lot of sales processes. Yeah. A lot of automation gets used incorrectly. We saw we see automation come in, and we're like, ooh, I can automate everything. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Before we start automating everything, let's think about what the triggers for these automations are. And the automation should work in both directions. They should both get people further along in the sales process and, and encourage us to auto call or auto text in the community times. It should also do the opposite, which is they're giving me indicia that they do not want to be a part of this process anymore, that I extricate them, as another word, from all the other communication, the various channels I'm hitting them up in. Let's pull back on that. And that, that's true for not even, I mean, it's a little bit of a tangent. That's true for marketing spend as well. I see a lot of times people unsubscribe from emails and stuff, and that you're still your ad spend for LinkedIn sales ads, you know, your LinkedIn ads are still targeting that person. It's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Pull back from everything. Stop bugging them about Kixi or whatever it is. Like, they're not interested. Like, save yourself that marketing spend and put it yeah. towards someone who might actually be interested. Like, yeah. let's unenroll people from things. So you as know? we wrap yeah. up this conversation, I'd love yeah. to hear yeah. from all of you. And Max, I actually want to start with yeah. you this time. 
I would love to hear from you all on what would you like to see brands challenge themselves to do in 2024 when it comes to SMS and their marketing and sales programs? Devin, I'm predicting that your answer may be don't, but you know, I'm going to leave room for you to prove me wrong, but we're going to start with Max. (laughs) (laughs) Do not. Do not. Yeah, first, yeah, don't, really. don't dare f-ing text yeah. Devin is the one thing that I'm going to tell everybody to do. Don't. Don't, because you know what? You know what? You'll end up on a podcast that you weren't even invited to. So, yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. Um, so, uh, the uh, just in that, he'll, he'll, he'll probably start a segment <laughs> yeah. at the beginning where he goes, this is a list of the companies that texted me this week, and it'll be an ongoing that's segment. That's not bad. It's not um, a bad idea, actually. It's actually, actually clever you idea. better do that, Devin. We should start doing that right away and putting them on blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Devin's SMS shit list. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, so, so here's, here's what I'd recommend. And I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to focus a little bit on, on yeah. companies that, that do rely on repeat business, right? Um, specifically e-commerce companies out there. There are two particular brands that I really love. One's called Melon. They make hats. And another one's called yep. One Bone, which makes clothes for guys that are my size. Right. Um, these guys do a really, really great job at sending not SMS, but MMS, which is like SMS is just plain text. MMS is where you can get like emojis, files, pictures, like all these other things. Right. Um, what they've done is they've clearly kind of figured out that I like to buy stuff from them because and, and that is that is very interesting because most of the time a goal or a challenge of your customer <laughs> Is not yeah. to buy things from you, especially if they've never bought anything from you in the past. However, if you've seen somebody buy something from you multiple times, there's a good chance that a goal of theirs can sometimes be to buy more stuff from you because they've clearly done it multiple times. It's going to be way more uh, likely that that is somewhat, even if it's a small one, at least a bit of an iota of a uh, a goal or a challenge that someone has, right? Um, you know, and for those people, I'd say if there's any time that it's okay to send the, hey, here's a here's a great deal on you know twenty percent off of like whatever, it's to the people who buy from you regularly, right? There's there's so I think one my 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 thing there is take those messages that you're sending just to everybody because you're basically saying i want everyone to buy from me right so i'm going to send everybody these coupons and these these freaking you know 20% off like you know there's a sale going on thing don't send them to anybody send them to the people that buy <laughs> from you regularly and stop annoying the people that don't yeah. because you're just do you're just doing negative stuff to these the margins of folks that don't care about that right? When you could just be focusing on the people that actually care, right? Because I'm assuming, you know, the more people that report your text as spam, or, or I don't know if that's even a thing, um, or like saying stop, or like reporting you for like abuse, or like whatever it may be, you want to avoid that as much as possible. And really kind of, you know, isolate the, the, the these these sort of like super bottom of the funnel, like test, text message messages to the folks who have actually indicated yep. like buying from you is something I do regularly. Right. Um, and just make sure it's used in the right spot. But I would also think too that how can you think of like new products that you have mm-hmm. as like new content? Right. So a really cool thing that these companies do that I enjoy getting texted from. Let me actually 
I'll find Melon here and I'll put it up on the screen. So Melon. So these guys, I can barely see it on the screen here. I don't really know. Every single time they send me a text, they only send me, well, of course it was the holiday. So they, <laughs> they were a little bit crazier on like the coupon stuff. Right. But they only text me when there's like a mm -hmm. brand new, like drop, like a brand new hat, like something that I haven't seen before. So it's like net new content to me. And they always deliver it with like a really beautiful, stunning image, which is not something that you're used to seeing in a text message. Yeah. Right. Especially any kind of marketing text <laughs> message. It's usually always like say 50% off hits to a Texas back stop to not get this. And no one likes that. Right. So it's like for those folks that really like to buy something for you, if you are going to send a text, what are the little things you can do to make that text a little bit more interesting, right? If it is one of those very bottom of the funnel, buy some stuff again from us text. It's all the little stuff you can do in there to make it better. But the most important thing you can do is really make sure you're isolating a segment of your audience that buying stuff from yep. you is actually an interest they have, right? And you know, until you've seen someone do it multiple times, David, you can't say you? buying from you is yep. something that they're genuinely interested in. Right. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Look for that stuff. Yeah. I, I would say, I know we're short on time, but I'd leave you with like three compound words, like event-based, 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 like for if you're doing outbound and you're in sales, then you want to be triggering these text messages to, as a part of the sales process, once it's already kind of been initiated or because it's been, to use that word again, some major indicia that they would like to receive a text or that it would be a convenient way to communicate given the interest they've you know, expressed in whatever it is that you're trying to sell to them. Whether that's email opens, email replies, um, watching embedded videos till completion, stuff like that. We're gonna gather that, visiting your website, engaging with your chatbot, you start cobbling together those some if and statements in a HubSpot workflow and boom, you're off to the races. You can do a great job at facilitating communication, not just from a primary marketing number, but from an individual rep on your side. So again, you have that human to human communication. The other thing I'll say, like this is kind of an unsung hero, I think oftentimes, support teams. I, uh, support is a, is a rough business to be in, but that's a business where people want to talk to somebody. In fact, what people don't want is to deal with a lengthy IVR. So if you see someone trying to call into support, maybe you miss their call. Like this could be true for salespeople. I have this set up. You call me and I miss your call, um, my Kixi phone number, it auto texts you back just saying, hey, I'm stuck on another call right now or on a webinar with Hub Heroes. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Here's my Calendly link to schedule time to talk to me. Otherwise, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text you right back. And I see the text message that came out from me to them on my Kixi dialer. And like, it's great. It's great for everybody. I, it's giving it for me because I'm stuck on doing something else, but I want to reply. And it's great for them because they got a response from me, a human, who they want to talk to because they were calling me. Support, it's a great use case for that. Someone comes into a you know, call queue, maybe they get stuck in an IVR situation and then they leave. They would love a text from an actual human saying, hey, this is Sarah. I'd love to talk to you. I noticed you dropped out of the hold. I hate being on hold too. You know what I mean? Like that's perfect, right? You save the day. So I think knowing when to use it based off of events is key. And luckily if you're on HubSpot, you made an amazing decision. Like because you picked a CRM that has so many points of entry for data that you have lots of data at your disposal to look for these events, to trigger My these texts, to trigger these calls. From the perspective of a consumer who has a love-hate relationship with the texts that I get from brands is I would encourage brands and this, I think this is true of any channel, but it's especially true of SMS. Do not treat it like every other channel. 
Do not make assumptions on what people want from you. Like people will have a, a much greater threshold for marketing stuff from you in your email versus your text. So everything you should be doing should be done with intention. You should be double, triple opting in people to make sure that that is what they really want. It is a space in which you may feel like, oh, it's the same message that we're sending out over email and we're sending out over other channels. Or we're just, you know, to use the word that Max didn't like from earlier, you know, blasting people into space with all of the coupons and all of the things, you're turning them off more. People are going to have a much more adverse reaction to your brand if you continue to do that. Um, so just being really purposeful and intentional about, and I can't believe it's taken us this long to say it, the humans, the humans, the humans on the other end, the humans like Devin. Devin, do you have a message that you want to leave the mm. world with mm. as a human? Yeah. So as a human, as a, as I'm a not human. going to continue beating the dead horse. Um, yeah. Text me. But, um, that was the, beautiful. The... <laughs> We were so close. I thought we had him convinced, Max. Max, for well, a second there, I thought we had him. I thought he was finally going to consent. He's not. He's sticking by his guns. I respect. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, for se- if, if his, yeah. Yo, here's the um, thing. DoorDash. Yes. Okay if DoorDash does the it. The thing is, is that if, not if you're a, going I don't know, to literally anyone else. <laughs> integrate SMS into your strategy, focus on delight. Focus on um, making people better off for the interaction. Don't think about you and what you want to get out of the interaction. Think about what the other person is going to get out of the interaction and whether or not um, what you are, what you're doing, how you're engaging with this person is going to, is, is worth the SMS. Think, think of it almost as, as currency is what you're giving them worth the intrusion. And if the answer is no, then maybe you don't need to message them to say, is this helpful? before you send it. And if you can't seriously in your heart without having a conversation with the person who really, really wants you to send it next to you, you can't say yes, just don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, David, thank you so much for joining us this week on Hub Heroes. How can people learn more about Kixie? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you can visit our website, but hey, if you want to be direct, we, we actually have an email for anyone who's watched the podcast or met, met us at Inbound. It's literally HubSpot at Kixie. We're a uh, diamond platinum partner. We're a yeah, platinum partner, I think, right now with uh, with HubSpot. And um, anyone who emails that, like, we will roll out the red carpet for you. We have sales engineers specifically dedicated to HubSpot, HubSpot reps, and anyone who emails HubSpot at Kixie.com. And they'll jump on calls with you. We'll give you free trials of Kixi. You can set it up, use it for a month, play around with it, see if there's features you like, features you don't like. More than that, though, we'll, we can just teach you how to use event-based automations in HubSpot. Like, you email us, we'll teach you how to use them, whether you use Kixi or not. That's just like a part of what we do. It's it's why we're considered a platinum partner, even though we don't actually charge for, for implementation services like a typical partner does, um, because it's part of our give back to the community kind of ethos. So... Email that email us there, HubSpot at Kixie.com. You heard us about us on the webinar. We'd love to set you up with a trial, help you out, answer any questions you have. 
Devin, if you could, if you email us the HubSpot of Kixie, we will try and convince, to convince you to, to allow us to text you. We'll, we'll give it a you shot. You might have to do you know it via right? smoke signal at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send them a carrier pigeon. Forth. So wait, I, I was about yeah. to ask, yeah. Devin, are you in or out on carrier pigeons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Abstract, I abstract dance. Yeah. Birds are awesome. <laughs> What about in, in, interpret, interpretive dance? Can we do that? Because there's some way we could like, like, yes. it in my bathroom. What about yes. a falcon? What about a falcon wearing a little cap, carrying a little scroll that says the cicadas are coming? Ooh. Well, can we just go full? Okay, Hub Heroes, we've reached the end of another episode. Will Lord Lack continue to loom over the community, or will we be able to defeat him in the next episode of the Hub Heroes podcast? Make sure you tune in and find out in the next episode. Make sure you head over to thehubheroes.com to get the latest episodes and become part of the League of Heroes. FYI, if you're part of the League of Heroes, you'll get the show notes right in your inbox, and they come with some hidden power-up potential as well. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend, leave a review if you like what you're listening to, and use the hashtag, hashtag Podcast on any of the socials and let us know what strategy conversation you'd like to listen into next. Until next time, when we meet and combine our forces, remember to be a happy, helpful, humble human, and of course, always be looking for a way to be someone's hero.